0: Hey, what's up guys here on the Fire Sports Pod. I'm your host Zach Jackson here on our Spotify audio show uh, here on the Fire Sports Pod. So let's get right to the show I have for you guys today. Uh, we just went and posted our YouTube show about 20-something minutes ago, 15 probably. Uh, just going, going over Recap Monday, uh, going over what's happening in the sports world over the weekend with the AFC-NFC Championship game and what a game it was between the Lakers and Warriors at the Chase Center. On uh, Saturday, it was double overtime game as my Lakers get the win 145 to 144. But they follow that up with getting absolutely demolished by 17 points against the Rockets 135 to 119. So it was a really short lived, uh, great moment. So let's move on. Uh, here on recap Monday. On the Fire Sports Pod, on our audio show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I'm your host Zach Jackson. Let's get right to it. First up, we got two segments here on our audio show for you guys today. First up, we're going to be going over its All-Star break for the NHL. We're going to be going over some uh, records for the NHL, especially my New York Rangers and how so far uh, going on the All-Star week break, and what are my thoughts on the Rangers halfway through the season? And then we're going to move on to our second and last segment on the audio show on the Apple Podcasts and Spotify on the Fire Sports Pod. What are some reasons why I think the Ravens were never as good as people said they were, and why the Lions, you screwed them over against the 49ers? So let's go into it right now. First up, here we got, man, the Rangers uh, just going over some – records for the end of the season by any every division. In the Atlantic Division, you had the Bruins finish it by the All-Star Week at 31-9-9. Uh, I'm just going to double-check that there are no more games up until this week, and I believe that is true. Uh, no. We still have two games tomorrow, and I believe then Wednesday. Jeez. Okay, so there we go. So Wednesday is Thursday is the cutoff. Wednesday is the last day. January 31st is the last day of the NHL. So we're basically down to the wire, down to the end. So right now we have the Bruins at 31, 9, and 9 with 71 points, Uh, playing really well in the last three, 10 games. They've won 7 out of 10. The Panthers are doing phenomenal 31, 14, and 4. They have 66 points. They are 6, 2, and 2 in the last 10 on a four-game winning streak. Uh, The Lightning are also pretty good this year, 27, 18, and 5, 59 points, 8-2 and in the last 10, and on a three-game winning streak. Uh, The Maple Leafs are 25, 14, and 8. They are 5, 4, and 1 in the last 10, and on a three-game winning streak. Red Wings are 26, 18, and 5. They they have uh, 57 points. Maple Leafs have 58. Uh, Red Wings are 7, 2, and 1 in the last 10, and they've won two straight. Uh, Sabres are 22, 23, and 4. They have 48 points. They are 6 and 4 in the last 10, and they've won the last 2. Canadians are 20, 21, and 8. They have 48 points. They are 3, 4, and 3 in the last 10, and they lost 1. Senators are 18, 25, and 2 with 38 points. They have 4, 4, and 2 in the last 10, and they have lost 2 straight. So that's running up the Atlantic Division. Like I said, the top 3 teams are, well, the top 2 teams really, I would say, are the Bruins and the Panthers. Those are the top, top uh the tier 2 are the lightning's maple leafs and red wings and then the sabres canadians and senators are tier 3. Uh but moving on from that we're going into metropolitan division where we have my new york rangers at the top of third with a 30-16 and 3 record with 63 points to lead the metropolitan division. They are 4-5 and 1 in the last 10. They've won one game. Uh they have a one game winning streak. Uh as you see 4-5 and ten, a little Little on the edge, uh, not really doing so well. A little inconsistency over the last 10 games, but we finally got the win at the end. Uh, got back to win, got 30 wins uh, upon All Star Break Week. And we are 30, 16, and 3 with 63 points. The Hurricanes are right behind us with 28, 15, and 5 with 61 points. They are 7, 2, and 1 in the last 10, and they've won 3 straight. The Flyers are right behind them with a 25, 19, and 6 record with 56 points. They are 5, and 5 in the last 10, and have lost 5 straight. So they started 5-0, and they've lost 5 straight. The Islanders are 20, 17, and 12 with 52 points. They are 2-6-2 in the last 10, and they have lost 3 straight. The Penguins are 22, 17, and 7 with 51 points right behind the Islanders by a point. They've won 1 straight. Uh, The Devils are uh, are 24, 20, and 3. They have 51 points tied with the Penguins, but they've lost 2 straight. The Capitals are 22-18 and 7 with 51 points tied with the Devils and Penguins. They've lost four straight. The Blue Jackets are the worst team in the Metropolitan Division with a 15-24 and 10 record with 40 points, 3-5 and 2 in the last 10, have lost two straight. Uh so not really looking good for the Capitals and Blue Jackets, but with the uh I would say with the Islanders, Penguins, Devils and Capitals all within a point of each other, um I believe the top, three, top two teams, of course, are the Rangers, Hurricanes. Uh, I would say actually top three teams would be the Rangers, Hurricanes, and Flyers. Tier 2 would be the Islanders, Penguins, and Devils. And Tier 3 would be the Capitals and Blue Jacks. The Devils are right there on being on the Tier 3, uh, but they do have 51 points, which is tied with the Penguins, and one behind the Islanders, who is in fourth place in the Metropolitan Division. Uh, now we're moving on to the uh, Western Conference, and we're going to the Central Division. Where we have the Avalanche at 32, 14, and 3 with 67 points to lead the Central Division. They are 7 and 3 in the last 10, and they've won 3 straight. The Stars are right behind them with a 30, 13, and 6 record with 66 points. They're 7 2, and 1 in the last 10, and they've won 3 straight. The Jets are right behind them with a 30, 12, and 5 record with 65 points. They are 6 3, and 1 in the last 10, and they've lost 3 straight. The Blues are 26, 20, and 2. They have 54 points really below the jets they've uh, are six three and one in the last 10 and they've won five straight Predators are 26 22 and one with 53 points they are five and five in the last 10 and they lost one straight the coyotes are 23 22 and three they are 49 points have, are four and five and one in the last 10 and lost two three straight the wild are 21 23 and five 47 points four five and one in the last 10 and have lost two straight the Blackhawks are bags. They are 14-34-2 and 34 and two and are, have only 30 points. They are 17 points behind the Wild, and they are 8 games behind the Wild in the wins and 11 games behind them in losses. Uh, they are 2-8 and eight in the last 10, and they've lost 4 straight. They absolutely suck ass. So in the Central Division, all-star break, I would have the Avalanche, the Stars, and the Jets and the Tier 1. The Blues, the Predators, and the Coyotes in Tier 2. And the Wild and Blackhawks in Tier 3 as one of the shitty guys. Uh, in the Pacific Division, you have one hell of a division here. Um, you have the Canucks at the top at 33-11-5. They have 71 points. They have more than I believe the Bruins have. Uh, the Bruins have... Oh, no, they're tied. 71 and 71. What a crazy, what a crazy first half of the year it was for the Canucks and Bruins. Especially the Canucks. Uh 33 and 5 with 71 points. They are 8-0 and 2 in the last 10. And on our one-game winning streak. Uh, the Golden Knights are 29-15 and 6 right below them with a 64 points. They are 6-3-1 in the last 10 and on our one-game losing streak. The Oilers are 29-15 and 1, 59 points. They are 10 and 0 in the last 10. Holy shit. Uh, they are on a 16 game winning streak. That no, that got snapped. This is not this is not uh this is not updated. That got snapped a couple days ago. But they were on a hell of a run, the Oilers. Yeah. They were on one hell of a run, man. 29-15 and 1. They were 10 and 0 and they were on a 16 game winning streak. were so bad at the beginning. Uh, they were horrible. If you guys didn't know that's my cameraman Kevin, he's uh weighing in he is a devil's fan he's weighing in on how the oilers are doing they're not bad they could be really anybody the oilers are pretty they were good the last year, so. yeah but they were kind of sucky last year they, they weren't the yeah but they weren't that good um behind the oilers uh below the Oilers are the Kings they are 22 15 and 10 they are 54 points they are two five and three in the last 10 and they have lost four straight the Kraken are 21 18 and 10 with 52 points they are five four and one in the last 10 and they have won one straight the Flames are 22 22 and 5 with 49 points. They are 5 and 5 in the last 10 with a one game winning streak. The Flames are 22 22 and 5. They are 5 and 5 with a one game winning streak. The Ducks are 17 and 30 and 2 with a 36 points and 4 5 and 1 in the last 10 with a one game winning streak. The Sharks are 13 32 and 4. They suck balls. They are at 30 points in total. They are 4-5-1 and one in the last 10 and have lost one straight. Uh, so if you look at it, I would probably go with Tier 1 would be the Canucks, the Golden Knights, and the Oilers, uh, both of the top three teams there. Uh, tier 2, I would go with the Kings, the Kraken, and the Flames. And then in Tier 3, which are the shitty guys, are the Ducks and the Sharks. Uh, that, that's pretty much it. The Blackhawks are in the are they're in the Pacific uh, the Central Division. I already said that they're in Tier Three. I the Blackhawks and Wild in Tier Three, the Central yeah. Division. The Wild are in Tier Three. That's the shitty tier. There's Tier One, Tier Two, and Tier Three. Yeah, what are the wild the They're twenty-one, 21, 23, and five. Oh. Yeah, they they kind of suck. So um, I would I would just say that they're pretty ass. Uh, but that's pretty much it on just the rankings more on my Rangers. I mean, they're just a little inconsistent at the time right now. They just got to get back into the flow of things. Um I just think once they get back on consistency, I think this is this break is going to help them big time. I think they'll they'll come back stronger after the All-Star break and they'll be able to do what they got to do. Uh but other than that, that is pretty much it for uh my Rangers talk on my Rangers and going over all the records on uh, the Uh, almost on the start of the All-Star week and basically halfway through the season. Uh, It's been an exciting and electrifying season so far. Uh, Now I can't wait for the second half of the NHL season. So that's pretty much it for the NHL. We are now moving to some of my thoughts on... The what were the some of the reasons why I think the Ravens were never as good as people said they were. Um, I always thought that the Ravens were great. I just think that they weren't that great. I mean, you had some bad losses the, in their four losses. They had some bad losses. Uh, turnover football. Lamar Jackson was turning over the football much. They weren't as consistent as they were in the beginning of the year. Later in the year, they got onto the uh to of swing of things and they ran off a lot of games, uh, but they went into a juggernaut offense and defensive juggernaut and Patrick Mahomes and Kansas city chiefs, a great minded head coach and Andy Reid. And sometimes you can't just get uh, things get the best of you, but I just think um, the Ravens, they were, they were, uh, they were, pushed to their limit. I think uh, everyone was saying they were so good. They were so this, they were so that. There were a lot of key factors in that game that showed they really weren't that good um, as like people said they were. Their offense, uh, the big thing that even Shannon Sharp said on first take today, he said that the one big thing that was great killer about them was that they were so good. Uh, Lamar was so good on being a pocket presence, and he was able to throw the ball out of the pocket. But what killed him um, was that he was too much wanting to be in the pocket, too wanting to be wanting to pass instead of using his legs, which we all know he's fantastic with. I just think that played a big role in why they lost that game. He could have, should have had, like, 250, uh, at least 150 yards rushing the ball. I think they would have been better off if he actually ran the ball and moved the ball a little bit with the legs instead of just trying to throw from the pocket. And that's where most of his turnovers were from the pocket. Uh, his interception was from the pocket. His fumble was from the pocket, trying to step up in the pocket instead of just running. So if he stuck to his instincts, I think they would have had a much better game and they would have had a chance to take knock down the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. But that didn't happen, and the better team won, and that was Kansas City. So hats off to them. They were moving on to the uh, Super Bowl to face the – San Francisco 49ers in Las Vegas. Now we're gonna be talking about how the Detroit Lions youth kinda of screwed them over in the long run. Uh so just I, I just don't think that uh the Lions were as good as people thought they were as well. I uh, just the Lions youth uh really plagued them. Dan Campbell uh being that great uh that um savvy coach go for it on any means necessary kind of scenario really kind of plagued them at the end. Uh they they had those two fourth down conversions in the second half where they they were drop balls. And most of that thing was because they were young. They were inexperienced and weren't in the moment. And it's hard to be never be in that moment and then have to make those type of big catches in those type of big moments. And the the wide receivers of the Lions did not show up uh in the second half to be able to help Jared Goff and that offense out and also help that defense out. Uh, trying to uh, keep the 49ers offense off the field, or at least score enough to where they can't come back. Uh, and they had plenty of chances. Uh, They had uh, a fumble in their ends, uh, in their, um, in their side of the field uh, on like the 25 yard line uh, when they were only up by seven, which was able to tie the game. Uh, they had a shot to uh turn the ball over when um, Brandon and IU caught that spectacular pass. And really uh, they had a shot to win this game and pummel the, the 49ers, but it, knocked right off of his helmet and into Brandon Ayuk's hands, which really set them up for the comeback. And ever since then, they didn't really look back. It was 24 7.5. Um The They scored 37 unanswered points. Uh, the uh, Well, thirty-seven, uh, 27 unanswered points until uh, the Lions scored that late touchdown to cut it to three. Um, but there wasn't enough as the 49ers just ran the clock out with three run plays to Christian McCaffrey and kneeled the ball down and that was it. And they sent it to uh, the Super Bowl. I just think that uh, next year, uh maybe don't listen to analytics so much maybe use your gut take the points because if they were took the points they would have been it would have been 30 it would have been uh it would have been 30 to um it would have been 30 to 24 they scored that touchdown the 49ers then it would have been uh 31 34 uh i believe it would have been 34 uh 30 And then you're going down the field, that last touchdown to Williams, I believe in the back of the end zone on fourth and goal with a minute left would have put them up by three 37 34. And then the 49ers would have to drove the length of the field with a minute left with three timeouts to either tie or win the game. And if that would have happened, then all by all means great work on the 49ers. I really think that the 49ers kind of, uh the Lions kind of lost this game. I don't think that the 49ers won this game. I think the Lions lost this game and the Lions had it and they lost it and they gave the 49ers the win. Um but I think against the Kansas City Chiefs defense uh two weeks in two weeks from yesterday on Sunday at 6:30 p.m. Eastern time February 11th in Super Bowl in Las Vegas, I think the Kansas City Chiefs they have a 17-point lead like that. They ain't going to give it up. I just think that uh the their youth really plagued them and they messed it up, and they should have won that game, and it sucks because the Lions haven't been there in a while, and it would have been their first Super Bowl in their, in their the history of their uh, franchise. Um, and that would have been great to see, uh, both uh, Kansas City and Detroit, but Detroit would have had no chance against Kansas City, at least now it's an actual Super Bowl. I just think Kansas City would have blew them out in the Super Bowl if they went there. Um, but they did beat Kansas City earlier in the year, first week of the season, in Arrowhead, so you never know. Uh, but we'll see what happens on Super Bowl. On February eleventh, six thirty p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday, if Kansas City can get the the win and go back to back. Uh, for the first time in 19 years, because it's been 19 years since we've had a back-to-back Super Bowl with champs, and that was the Steelers. So we'll see if we can get that back. Um, or does Brock Purdy and Mr. Relevant get his first Super Bowl ring with the 49ers and advance them to the Super Bowl? And as the most dominant team in the football right now. On that, guys, that's pretty much it for my audio show on the Apple Podcast and Spotify on the on the Fire Sports Pod, where everything we do here is fire. You guys know the drill. I'll catch you guys. On Wednesday, as we go over what's happened in the sports world over the over this week, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed Recap Monday here on the Fire Sports Pod. Don't forget to check out my YouTube show where we went over some Recap Monday, going over the Lakers crazy game on Saturday night between the Warriors uh, and the Lakers at the Chase Center, as the Lakers won one forty five to one forty four in double overtime with late LeBron James. Uh, Ices the game with two free throws. And then we went over the AFC-NFC championship game, my thoughts on those games and how the Super Bowl will go and what are the good matchups there. Other than that, guys, have a great rest of your um, Monday night, and I'll catch you on Wednesday. Peace out. And if you guys need anything, go on my TikTok and – go on to the latest episodes. We'll be going over some bets, some spreads, and going over some sports around the leagues. Other than that, guys, have a great rest of your night, and I'll catch you guys on Wednesday on my YouTube show on the Fire Sports Pod, Apple Podcasts and Spotify Audio Show on the Fire Sports Pod. Catch you then. Peace out.